This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Welcome back to the DTC pod, everybody. I'm your host, Jay. And today we're going to be talking about maximizing creator partnerships with whitelisting and dark posting, influencer whitelisting and dark posting, that is. So if you're not super familiar about this topic, this podcast episode is for you. If you are familiar with this topic, I think you might learn a few ideas from here as well. We're going to be going through what exactly is whitelisting, what is dark posting, why you should be doing it, how do you set it up, how do you pick some of the best content and the best posts for that kind of stuff, and just a bunch of other stuff over there. So I'm super excited to talk about this topic. It's a really big thing, and it's really important if you really want to get the most out of your creator influencer partnerships. So let's talk a little bit about whitelisting first. I'm going to go through a quick definition if you're unfamiliar with it. So whitelisting is basically taking an influencer's post and you're probably going to pick one that's doing well and you're running ads to it. So think of this as, you know, if you or me posted to our own Instagram feed and we had a post that did really well, got a lot of engagement on it, a lot of comments, all that good stuff. And then what we do is we partner with a brand. So we hook up our Instagram account, basically set up our own business account for it and Facebook. And we give access to a brand to be able to run ads to that post. So that's kind of over there. So it's it's that organic post, but the brand is actually promoting that content and putting ad dollars behind it. The influencer is not paying for anything over there, but it's the brand promoting that awesome piece of content. So let's talk about dark posting as well. So if you're unfamiliar with this topic, dark posting is you're taking that same influencer's ad account. So, you know, you've connected it to your business manager and you're running ads to content that wasn't originally posted. So think of this more so as like additional creative that's sent over. So it's kind of like if you are running your traditional ads, like, you know, let's say you're running an ad to some content that you haven't posted on your own social media account, but you have that additional creative kind of sitting there. It's really good stuff. You know, you might post it on organic later, but this content is something that's not posted on organic right now. And you're running an ad through that account. And that's through the influencer's own account. So it shows up, says that basically it's from the influencer. So if you click on the profile, it's going to the influencer's account and it's content that isn't posted on their organic feed. And so once again, over here, the creator is not paying for the ads to run. The brand is the one that's paying for the ads to run. This is really good stuff in order to really get the most money or the most return out of your influencer and creator efforts over here. So let's talk about why you should be doing this stuff. So I've talked about what whitelisting and dark posting is. Let's talk about the why of it. And so the reason you want to do whitelisting and dark posting as a brand, it's to get more mileage out of your content. So if you have an influencer post on their own account, chances are if someone else is following that influencer creator, they're going to see that post in the feed for maybe 24 to 48 hours, probably going to disappear from the organic feed from there. If it's a story, same kind of thing, 24 hours, and then it's pretty much gone. Yeah, it lives on their page. But how many people are really interacting with that content You know, after it's missing from the organic feed? You probably paid some money for this content. 
Let's try and get you more mileage out of the content. Let's try and take it a little bit further than it already is and really just maximize your influencer ROI over there. And just a quick thing that I want to hit on as well, when we're talking about using whitelisting and dark posting, if you're actually doing some of this stuff, I've seen return on ad spend go up by as much as 20%. A lot of people have seen the same thing as well. So this is just a really good strategy to run over here. And you're basically just more likely to increase your influencer ROI over here than just simple organic reach. Another reason why whitelisting and dark posting is so good is because you're helping to combat ad fatigue. And ad fatigue can happen pretty quickly and pretty regularly. It's basically someone seeing the same ad over and over and over again. They kind of become immune to the ad that you're posting. So you want to switch up your creative. That's why that stuff's really important over here. And you're not running the ad through your actual brand handle. So it looks like it's coming from a real person a little bit adds to the authenticity over there. And for the influencer that you're working with, if you're trying to figure out, hey, this sounds great, I'm going to get maybe more return on my ad spend over here by using a creator influencer and whitelisting or dark posting with their account. This sounds awesome. Why would an influencer creator agree to doing this? And One of the reasons that you can sell on is the fact that they're going to get some increased exposure, right? So that ad is linking back to their account. They're going to be able to get some clicks over there, might be able to drive some followers as well. And the way that I always try and sell whitelisting and dark posting is think of influencer audiences as new net prospecting audiences. So you get the access to target to the audience over there that the influencer has created. And so take advantage of that. You know, when you're working in and you agree to whitelist and dark posts with the creator, you're now having a new audience set that you can target to. And this is awesome because a lot of these people, you know, if you did your homework, you did your diligence, you pick the right creators that really identify with your audience and their followers really identify with your brand and think it might be a good fit. You're getting a lot of new audiences over there, especially when you're working with this thing at scale. So I always recommend using product like Trend over here when a lot of brands work with us. They're able to activate 10, 20 influencers, creators in a couple of weeks. And what that basically is also doing is you're targeting 10 to 20 different audiences over there. When you combine this with whitelisting, now you're reaching a whole new set of people that may never have heard about your product. And... One really cool thing with whitelisting and dark posting is you're able to leverage custom and lookalike audiences from multiple influencers. And this is what I was talking about in terms of getting access to that audience. So when the influencer creator connects their account, their Facebook business account to yours, you're going to get access to be able to create lookalike and custom audiences from their audiences. So their followers, which is really big for you in terms of targeting. This could be really big and really huge. So let's talk a little bit about how we set this up. And influencer whitelisting, dark posting sounds really great. But I think a lot of people aren't as sure how to set this up. And even if you are sure on how to set this up, the creator or influencer that you're working with might not be as sure. So I'm going to go through some quick instructions on how you can help set this up. And we'll have a link in the show notes as well. 
that you might want to check out. It'll be on our website as well, trend.io slash resources. Find this podcast episode and there'll be a link at the bottom on how you can help set this up, a cool little link that you can provide instructions to. So basically what you want to do is help your influencer set up their business manager. So go ahead and get that set up. That's going to be in the resources over here on the show notes. Walk the influencer creator through adding their Instagram and Facebook pages. If they don't have a Facebook page, they might need to create a new one. That's super easy and super quick to do. Add it to the business manager. And then you'll have them assign partners. And you're either going to have them enter your business manager ID, since you're the advertiser, or you're going to have them create a link to request partner access. This is a one way to connect their Facebook business account with your account. And when they're doing this and when they're sharing this stuff, make sure that they're sharing access to create ads. This is the minimum that you need to be able to do whitelisting and dark posting. Make sure that they have that set up. That's super key over there. And after that, they're able to assign all the relevant assets and the influencer account should pop up in your business manager which is big. And for dark posts, actually, when you start running those, you can even have the influencers manage the comments, which I think is really cool over there as well. So let's talk a little bit for a second on how to pick the best posts for whitelisting and dark posting. You know, it's pretty easy to set this thing up with a creator or influencer. You just need to be able to talk to them, have them set it up. And we've talked about why whitelisting and dark posting is important. And now we're going to talk about how to pick the best posts for this kind of content. And actually, one quick thing before I dive into how to pick the best posts, want to make sure and hit on this. So, you know, we talked about the benefit to the influencer creator, which is the increased exposure. And how do you get them to buy into this if that's not the only thing that's important to them? A couple of different ways you can do it. One of the big ones that a lot of brands I see do is basically when you're setting your ad goal as purchase conversion, you can give a portion of the sale to the influencer creator. Maybe it might be like 5%, 10%. That's something you can also offer to the creator or influencer. So something to keep in mind over there. You might need to add a little bit more to your offer to make them more likely to accept. But once they're in, they're in and it's going to be so big for you. It's going to be so huge for you maximizing your ROI over there. So back to what I was talking about and what I was about to get into, which is how do you pick the best posts over here? So a great way to pick the best posts is to figure out what kind of influencer and creator posts are working the best. So What you want to do over here is this is why it's so important to run your influencer creator campaign at scale. This is why you don't want to just run something with two or three creators, influencers. It's going to be really hard to determine what kind of content worked the best. That's why I always recommend at least working with 10, 20, maybe even 30 creators or influencers to test this kind of stuff because that's what it is. Creator influencer marketing is is testing. It's just like running ads. You know, you wouldn't expect your ads to immediately start converting for you as soon as you set them up. It's going to take time for Facebook to learn how that works. Same thing with influencer and creator marketing. You'll get a little bit of a better idea on what kind of creators and influencers work the best for you. But that's why I recommend minimum of 10, minimum of 10 influencers and creators to work with. 
the sweet spot is really going to be about 20 to 30, I think. So highly recommend that if you're using trend 20 influencers and creators, the posts plus the content rights is going to cost you a little under two grand, but it's really good to test that stuff out and you can use it on whitelisting, which is huge and dark posting, which is huge working with that creator later on down the line. And so when you're picking the best posts over here, you really want to focus in on the posts that do the best organically. Look at the ones that have the most engagement. Maybe you're looking at the comments as well and seeing what kind of comments are in there. What are people talking about? What are people liking about the posts? What are they thinking about it? Really look for those details. So in trend, you're able to see the impressions, the comments, the likes makes it really easy to pick out a few content pieces that are performing really well and find those creators that you want to reach out to and try and run a whitelisting campaign with for that content. So that's what you'll do for whitelisting is you'll take a look and see which organic posts are doing the best. When it comes to dark posting, what you're looking for here is you're looking for any sort of additional creative you can get out of the creator. So Maybe you're working with them on another campaign or something like that. Maybe they've sent over some additional creative. I know we've had campaigns on trend where someone makes a post, has an image in there, and then there's another like three or four pieces of extra content that the creator just decides to to add on because that was kind of done in their shoot. And so consider using that kind of stuff as well over there. And when you're thinking about dark posts as well, a great way to utilize dark posting is to incorporate them into retargeting campaigns. So kind of think of that as well. That might be a really good way to do that is to use dark posts for retargeting campaigns. But anyways, I think we've run through this whitelisting and dark posting topic a lot. If you have any other questions about it, feel free to hit me up. Jadesai at trend.io, J-A-Y-D-E-S-A-I at trend.io. Happy to answer them over here. It's been another great episode of the DTC pod. If you like this episode, feel free to drop us a rating and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you next time on the DTC pod.